Hello there. Producer Tim here with a little bonus snapshot. So I thought I would do a little almost monologue about the top cut. A nice little quick show and just basically talk you through what happened on the Sunday at Harlequin's Preston Hyperspace Trial. So as you may have heard from yesterday's show, I finished 4 and 1 on uh, day 1 of the Hyperspace Trial with my Mighty Morphing Inferno Squadron. So that is Howlrunner, Iden Versio, Gideon Hask, Del Miko, Sane, and Wampa. As some of you may be aware, I also do a lot of streaming. I say a lot, I'm trying to get more regular, but uh, I do stream X-Wing normally once, maybe twice a week on twitch.tv forward slash spudgun underscore sniper. I'll put a link in the show description. Uh, please feel free to pop along the streamed games from the top cut from Hardquins Preston will be up there for a couple of weeks. Anything you would like to do with regards to following the channel or you know subscribing, you can use your Amazon Prime to link to Twitch to become a Twitch Prime and then you get a free sub uh, once a month you can hand out and that is just free money to people like myself and other streamers like Gold Squadron. Your subscription means that Twitch will then give us a couple of pounds. I mean, we don't see this immediately. They don't pay out until I think you have about £100 or so. Um, so it is a bit more of an investment for myself. But I have bought a lot of this equipment I use for streaming. And it would be nice to, you know, obviously make, it, make the stream work for itself. I've also decided to sell pretty much all of my swag from the weekend. So if you search on eBay about now, you'll notice that there are some hyperspace prizes. Dice are up there, the movement and range templates are up there, the alt art cards. I'll be putting the folder up there as well. Um, and that again is just generating a little bit of cash for the stream. So pop along to twitch.tv forward slash spudgun underscore sniper and you'll be able to see the games I'm about to talk about. So round one. Round one was a funny one because I got drawn against Ben Hibbert, who is a teammate, but was also driving me to and from Preston over the weekend. So once we knew who we were playing, we had to drive home, and then we drove back in on the Sunday morning. So we had a couple of hours in the car to sort of, you know, chat. We both knew roughly what each other was flying and how it flies. Um, so it's going to be a very cagey game. And I think if you watch the game back, you'll be able to see how... I started on my right-hand side, Ben started on his right-hand side, and we basically both flew down. We're both going to K-turn at some point. I think I decided to K-turn a turn or two before Ben, and also with the tyres being able to do five forwards just a little bit quicker. And I was able to power around the corner, and I think obviously Ben sensed that I was coming round on that turn. Um and just wasn't able to clear Dutch past the Partisan Renegade. And so Dutch bumped, which was massive, because it meant I got to tackle a tokenless Y-Wing at range 2 to 3, I think range 3, um, and start putting some damage through, which is yeah, brilliant for me. I've practiced against the 4 and 5 Y-Wing lists. I know I can take them can take a y-wing out to turn in the right situation but ben's list was very different so ben's list he had the partisan renegade with leia tactical officer pivot wings he had dutch 
and Horton, both with Veteran Turret Gunner and Iron Turret. And then he had Nora with Veteran Turret Gunner, Iron Turret and Afterburners. And that was so that he could, if he needed to, boost her into range one so it triggered her ability. And her ability was useful, you know. TIE Fighters don't chuck an awful lot of red dice out, so the ability to be able to uh, get that free evade is, is massive. But what I have found is that if I can engage the Y-Wings from outside of their primary arc, they're only throwing their iron turrets at me. The iron turret's only got range 1 to 2. I mean, range 1 it is scary because it's rolling 4 red dice, but ultimately it only does 1 damage. The ion is annoying, but funnily enough, it's the only way a TIE fighter can, can do a 1 forward. And you still get to do a focus action, which tends to be what I do with my, my TIE fighters. But certainly by engaging out of their primary arc, I was taking a lot less damage than the Y-Wings were dishing out. And I think overall in the game it kind of showed that I was able to take down Dutch, then start put pressure on to Nora. I think, I'm not sure if I actually killed Nora in the end. I think I may have half-pointed Nora and I half-pointed Horton. And because he hadn't done as much damage back to me, I knew I was going to win at time with just the MOV. And that's what another good thing I found with my list is that it, does, uh, it doesn't give up a lot of MOV easily. So a great game. Thanks to Ben. Ben was massive support for me over the day. He hung around all day. You know, gave me little, you know, sort of bits of encouragement after the games, which I really appreciated. And obviously driving me there and back, despite obviously losing round one. So, cheers, buddy. Much appreciated. Game two, I got drawn against Steve from T Squadron. Uh, I've known Steve a, a year or so. Um, very nice guy. Uh, we've you know sort of chatted sort of nerf herder and open series whenever we've met up and he was flying a very interesting list but i must admit out of the, the potential semi-finals probably my mo most favorable matchup and i think steve said at the start of the game that his only loss uh, on the first day was against a tie squadron and so he was running calf scarlet in her fire spray and she had outmaneuver and Perceptive Co-Pilot. And then there were four Mining Guild Surveyors, the PS2 Mining Guild TIE Fighters, all with Intimidation. Um, so with Cap's ability, which is if she shoots a target that's range zero of another friendly ship, she rolls an extra attack dice. And obviously Intimidation is removing my green dice. And uh, multiple Intimidations also stack. So going for multiple sort of buffs and debuffs there and even with that I was fairly confident that my TIE fighters were better than his TIE fighters and that was kind of the crux of the battle and uh, I think Steve probably tried something a bit different and tried to rather than obviously there's no way he could joust my list so he, he spread up his TIE fighters but in the end it just meant they came in a bit piecemeal and I was able to kind of take out one a turn and so much so after an hour or so we had three dead mining guild ties. One, I think, was half pointed. Calf was half pointed. And I had only taken a single damage cards to about three or four of my tie fighters. Uh, I'm not even sure if I may or may not have used Iden. I probably did use Iden at some point. But with about five minutes left on the clock, and I was up about 120, 130 MOV at this point, uh, Steve 
uh, very graciously uh, shook my hand. And he was an absolute pleasure to play against. Very sporting. Even reminded me of a couple of things, like if, if perhaps I had a token that I hadn't spent or something. And yeah, just a pleasure to play against. So thank you very much, Steve. Um, the other semi-final was Mike Flan, who was my fourth round opponent with uh, U-Wings. And he was playing Simran, uh, which was the Vader and four ties. And their game came right down to the very last turn when time is called. From what I understand, Mike used Leia to perform his red pivot to become white and take a token. But the U-Wing with Leia had actually been destroyed. Honest mistake. Um, and as soon as uh, it was pointed out... Uh, Mike conceded the game. He, he, you know, he'd obviously made a mistake that had, you know, uh, meant that obviously Simran got through. I won't lie. I kind of would have preferred the U wings in the final, um, but having played Simran day one and he was my only loss on day one, I felt I had a better idea of how to play him. And Simran was a great guy, so I had no. I mean, I, I would have quite happily played Mike or Simran, both you know, lovely guys, um, but no problems playing Simran again. So, when I played on day one, I flew away from his TIE Swarm and tried to engage Vader. And all that resulted in that was that I got flanked by his Mini Swarm and I just didn't kill Vader. And I lost the game. The list was Darth Vader in his TIE Advanced with Fire Control System and Afterburner. We had Iden Versio, Hal Runner and two Academies. Now... James Clark, another teammate, drew Simran in the top eight. So we chatted about how I would play that game again, because James was flying a TIE Swarm as well. And I felt you just try and just joust his TIE Swarm, and if you can beat it up quickly enough and come out with it with, you know, four TIE Fighters, hopefully that's enough to take on Darth Vader. And that's what I decided to do. I lined up directly opposite, and I fight forward first turn. I knew roughly what Simran's starting manoeuvre was, which he starts his mini swarm fairly in the middle and would do a hard turn. And Vader starts off on a flank. And I felt that I got this almost perfectly, except for the fact that I I did a five forward and then the next turn I sort of looked at the measurements and it, I felt that a five was long enough but I think I should have just taken a bit longer and perhaps played it safe and dialed in the four. And watching the stream back, it's like the four would have been perfect. I would have had all my TIE Fighters range one. I probably would have gone after his academies because Simran's list has initiative on mine. So his five and four, Harren and Iden have already shot. So by taking the academies off the board in that first engagement, there's just less red dice coming back at me. However, the five's bumped which meant my entire swarm bump, pretty much. Del Miko and Wampa were flanking. But actually looking back at the video, I don't think the bumping mattered that much because my red dice were pretty poor. Now, I don't tend to worry about dice. I mean, I, I will hold my hands up when I get good dice. I don't always tend to notice bad dice. I mean, because you, you get good games and bad games, it happens. But Mike and Ben were sat beside the table and they said to me after the game, and said, you know, you need to watch it back because your dice were, were really bad. And actually looking at it, the amount of blanks I rolled, which was the key thing, 
Even if I dialed fives on everything, I should have put Hal Runner at four. It was a mistake. And I was making a few mistakes in the semi-final. And I think this was probably tiredness from day one of flying the tie swarm because it you know every game pretty much went to time you know and every game you're making like little decisions and you're winning by the smallest of margins so it does take a lot out of you mentally but yeah it happened however what then ha- went on i mean in my head i almost thought perhaps i should shake his hand at this point and i'm glad i didn't and i wasn't going to because it was being streamed on my own channel and I didn't want to, I wanted to put up a good fight. Pleased to say that I feel that I did put up, you know, a, a good another 40 minutes or so of gaming. Managed to get some good blocks with Del Miko into Vader. At one point, I was actually winning on points, um, Sim told me. And I didn't really sort of feel that. At that point, I was just enjoying the game. Enjoying the final. I mean, this is my first ever final outside of a store championship. So I've made cuts at regionals and nerf herder and stuff like that, but I'd never actually sort of progressed through to a final. So it was a big stage for me to sort of be on. And I think a bit more experience with the list. I mean, that's why I joked with Sim at the start of our our final was that I'd only been playing the list for a couple of weeks. And actually he gave me some really good advice um, about how to fly the Swarm at the end of our Swiss game, which I used during the Swiss and I think helped me uh, win a couple of games. And I said, oh, you know, I have improved since then. So uh, I think he knew he was in for a good game. But in the end, you know, Darth Vader's an absolute boss. Uh, multiple actions. Uh, I love the TIE Advance chassis. Uh, I love its rules. I mean, I used to fly Vader in first edition. But I've been flying some Imperial Elites in 2.0. And congratulations to Simran. He was a very worthy winner. I'm not going to go too much into detail because at the end of this, I will put in a quick interview I had with Simran after our game. Thanks for listening. Hope uh, you've all enjoyed this and it's not been too boring just hearing me by myself whittle on. This will come out as a little bonus show on Tuesday. I will be streaming uh, later on today. We've got our monthly Tuesday night tournament at Element Games and it's going to be hyperspace format. So if you fancy seeing some more hyperspace games, tune in about 6 o'clock to twitch.tv forward slash spudgun underscore sniper, and you'll be able to see uh, three or four games of hyperspace going on this evening. Maybe some of the guys are going to try different lists based on what they had the weekend. Some people may be uh, just tweaking or maybe full you know, list changes, or potentially maybe making some metacals based on what we saw list-wise at the weekend. Really enjoy the hyperspace trial. I think I will be going to nationals now, so the Hyperspace Cup. I'm not sure I could make Euros, and I could have got a a reserve seat at Worlds if I had won this game, but I don't know if I could make Worlds either um, from a financial point of view. So I think I will try and make the Hyperspace Cup this year, because I do like the format. I think not everybody is enjoying it, and it's personal taste, and I'm not going to tell people how they should have fun. Uh, but I am enjoying hyperspace, and I would suggest people just go out there and, and experiment. And that's what I did. I experimented with some different lists, and I found a list I liked, and played well, practiced with it, and yeah, had a great weekend away at Harlequins Preston. So yeah, thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Okay then, so we're done with the final, and I am joined by the worthy victor. Simran Deep, yep. congratulations, man! Thanks, mate. Absolutely amazing. I mean, I 
I feel I've been put to the ringer. Uh, um, anybody that's seen the stream, I went for the, the, the five forward, which yeah. just bumped, and I thought it was game over then. You know, I was almost uh, going to shake your hand and just say, you know, game over. did an amazing over. job to come back from there. Uh, there was a point where I was behind on points because you'd killed Howrun and Iden. I'd only killed Hellrunner and Sane, so you were ahead on points at that point. And that's when I realised, uh-oh, Vader needs to come in because you'd blocked Vader twice, which meant that advantage just disappeared. And I was left with low PS TIE Fighters against the majority of Inferno squads, and it brought you back into the game. And it suddenly required me to bug out Vader to then come back in for him to start like direct hitting Monster yeah. and things like that to, to restore the game. Yeah, I mean, that's what I found over the weekend. Uh, and even I mean, I've only been playing this for a couple of weeks, and what I found is with the Inferno Squadron aces, effectively, you know, yep. the, the guys, because yep. they've all got the, the pilot abilities and they've all got a bit of synergy, yep. I've had so many games where I thought of out, out of it in the first half hour, and they just bring it back because they're not just TIE Fighters. Yeah. They've G all Gideon, got Gideon is great. Dell can get that damage card on, does a really good job. Uh, so I, I'm less in love with Sane. I'm not. Um, I've never been a fan of her. So she's the one I would drop if ever the, if there's a choice to yeah. fit something else in. I mean, so. what I found with Sane is she's great against large base ships. Yes. Um, so like uh, against like your Falcon or whatever five shields. Oh, right. She'll just roll in and go. There's a crit. Got the damage card on, and then that triggers Trigger Gideon. Oh, but then, nice. but then against those, because it's like a two or three ship list, the amount of damage that's coming back. I've got my reroll now from Dell. Because um, yep. there's only like one shot coming out the big exactly, ship, yep. so I found that worked really well. Uh, and actually, when we played in the Swiss, uh, Sane got the crit from Vader, <laughs> and then Vader, yeah. obviously then Gideon's getting the bonus yes. and this and and yeah. And actually, we joked at one point because then Gideon, uh, Sane went for it again, and I said, "Oh, I could actually kill Vader yeah. here without losing any shields." I was very, I was hyper aware of the fact that Vader had two hull left, those yeah two shields left, but Sane could then just pop in by doing the two hull damage over mm. consecutive turns. And it made me hyper aware of her ability because you suddenly just realise, hang on, I remember this. This could be really, really bad. So there is that, but I think that's more of a marginal use. I think just in terms of general use, I'm less in love with her. I just like yeah, prefer, yeah. No, I prefer the raw extra damage um, output of Gideon or Maul or Scourge, something like that. But it's Maul and Scourge at 32 points for the issue. Yeah, because so, yeah. you, you played James Clark earlier, who's a fellow yeah. Sith taker, and he's got Scourge and yeah. uh, Mauler. And yeah, I, I found I, you know it's, it's something for me to think about with my list. Maybe going forwards, maybe give them a go. I think like swarm tactics to then up uh, Wampa might be an idea. Yeah. And then you just have another academy pilot as an extra blocker, and you've got a better bid, yeah. which then makes a difference in terms of that matchup. You can then reverse it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, congratulations. Uh, I think you know we, we played twice this weekend. You beat me both times, uh, but you've been an absolute gent to play against. Thank you. Uh, Thank and you. yeah, well done. And. Uh, uh, hopefully see you again in a, an event in the future. Same, thank you. Um, so before I go, I yep. just want to quickly say you know, a big thanks to Tom from Harlequins. Uh, been a great event. I think the venue yesterday was perfect. Yep, uh, lovely, lovely space, nice and warm. Uh, and we've been down at the shop today and they've looked after us brilliantly. So big thanks to Lewis, Lee Dalton and the rest of the Harlequins locals uh, for being great hosts. Absolutely. Right, cheers. Welcome to Orientation Day, here on the jolly old Death Star. Now, there are a few things we want to go over with you concerning Lord Vader. First and foremost, he thinks he has the power to strangle us. Truth is, he doesn't. If he ever realized this, he would kill us with his lightsaber. Thus, to keep us safe, we'll all pretend to get strangled. Okay, let's try practice.